This is your wake-up call. Wake the Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother... We in the... Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. That's right, it's Wednesday hump day. Not just hump day. This is our last live show of the year. Yes, it is. At least mine. I don't know if y'all coming in or not. No, I'm done. Okay, just make it sure. This is our last live Breakfast Club of the year, so let's make it a good one, guys. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up out of here. Uh, <laughs> Why are you looking at the clock? Don't do that now. Well, I just got back from vacation, guy. so it Why doesn't not? feel crazy to me. Why can't I be that guy? Don't be the guy looking at the clock. At least enjoy the next four hours. Well, oh, it feels, it's going to go fast. It feels very festive <laughs> at this time of the year, so I'm enjoying it. I took my... Friends, kids. I took six kids to go see The Illusionist on Broadway yesterday. It's a magic show. How they like it? They loved it. It was so cute. Right. And it's nice because they give them the little pil- these uh, pillows to sit on because you know some of them are so short. I'm like, how are they going to be able to see the stage? So they give them these big pillows to sit on. Uh, one of the a uh, couple of the magicians or illusionists, mm-hmm. I should say, were uh, were on America's Got Talent. So the kids also got to participate, get up on the stage and everything. So they had a really good time. You know what you should check out if, since you're in, in the season of uh, taking other kids to different shows? Because you can take mine too. Bubbles. There's a Bubbles show right off Broadway, and it's amazing. It sounds stupid. What's it about? Michael Jackson's monkey? What's it about? No. What? It's about Bubbles. Now, think about it like this. Bubbles you, is Michael Jackson's monkey. It is. But they do all these tricks with Bubbles. And it's kind of the same thing. If your kids are too short, they give you like a seat to put your kids on. But it's all about Bubbles. They they, they do tricks with Bubbles. And it's like, well, what tricks you didn't can really, you do You're bubbles? not really selling it to I'm me. I'm telling you. So what they do is they do <laughs> shapes with Bubbles. They put shapes kids, with Bubbles. They put kids in Bubbles. Uh, they do zillions of Bubbles. They make it snow. They make it rain. You ever see that Seinfeld episode with the kid in the Bubble? Y'all. I'm not selling y'all. It's, it's not making selling. me feel like I, I want to see Nigga, it. we got bubbles at the house. That's what I would tell my kids. We got bubbles at the house, all right? You've been blowing bubbles your whole life in the backyard. I don't see... know if I would want to put somebody else's kid in a bubble. Mark, we go see bubbles on Broadway. Go we got wrong. bubbles at the house. Yeah. Okay? Well, I, my, I had a good time. My kids did, too. Did you get in the bubble? I did not get in the bubble. My two kids got in the bubble, though, but I didn't get in the bubble. And you know what I did yesterday? I didn't know this was a thing. I just found this out yesterday. Uh-oh. I mean, a lot of people would know, but if your kid gets accepted to a college, what a lot of parents do is they, like, like, make the bed and change the room with the college so the kids could be surprised when they come home. So yesterday, I had to go to NYU. I had to buy all this stuff from NYU. And today, when my daughter's in school, yeah, she should be just getting up. She, She's she going to be me. surprised. Yeah, we got to surprise her room and, you know, put balloons, congratulations, and all that other stuff. So I had to do that yesterday. That's nice. Yeah, so that's what I did. Congratulations. She's going to NYU, right? NYU, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about that. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. What well, hopefully, we how long did it take you to finish college? Uh, four and a half. All right. Wait, no, five. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully she does it in four. <laughs> four and three quarters. It took me a while. I got out, though. Don't, 
All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talk about. Well, speaking of people getting out, we'll be talking about Donald Trump. Today is a big day in history as Donald Trump is facing impeachment. And yes. it's also a big day for Takashi, but we'll talk about that later. I will say this. Depending on uh, which story you care about most, it says a lot about your goddamn priorities. I was just about to say that. I wonder what people uh, care about that, more. That, they that care is, about that, that is the Trump truth. or Takashi. Which one do they to, care about if, more? If you care more about Takashi 6 9 getting sentenced at 10 a.m. than you do about the House voting to impeach the president, you really need to grow up. Something's wrong with you. All right, well, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne! What? It's the holiday season. Oh, shoot, it's the holiday season. Do we, got a, do we got a black holiday song to play? Yes, we do. Do we have my man Little Duval featuring Monica? Yes. Two, two of Ghetto America's favorite aunt, aunts and uncles? There you go. Well, let's go. It's called Christmas Trees right here on the Breakfast Club. Duval trying to save y'all some money this holiday season. You don't need no money. We just need each other. There you go. Don't nobody want to hear that. Nope. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where you want to start, Yee? Well, let's start with 16-year-old Carol Sanchez. Now, yesterday, everybody was in a frenzy over this young girl getting kidnapped off the street in the Bronx. And there's video footage, surveillance footage, that show four men snatching her while she's walking with her mom. This was in the Murrow section of the Bronx. This mm -hmm. happened at 11.30 p.m. Monday night. They show these men in a sedan pull, her, uh, uh, pull up to her and grab her and push her mom to the ground. Now, uh, fortunately, Carol Sanchez was found, but now she admits that she did stage the kidnapping that meant an Amber Alert. Well, now, we all got this Amber Alert yesterday also mm -hmm. after it looked like she had been kidnapped. And now she told police she set up the kidnapping because of her, quote, overprotective mother. They also said the family was planning to perhaps move to Honduras, and that might have had something to do with her doing that as well. You think staging a kidnapping is going to make your mother less overprotective? Huh? I don't know. She, she wasn't <laughs> like, thinking clearly. Like, like the, the sad part is the women are really being snatched off these streets. Sex trafficking is real. So don't let this one woman distract you from the fact that this stuff is really happening and really going on. And it's not going to stop me from, you know, posting the next woman who we see may get put in this situation. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just what happens when you have social media sometimes. Now, the police are trying to determine whether or not they will charge Carol with a crime. I wonder if they should charge her with a crime. I was really thinking about this last well, night. Well, they said they still looking for the young men to charge them. Mm -hmm. And they and they were all in on it. She's not giving them young men up. She, she did. It, she already gave them up already? Yeah. Allegedly, she said one oh. was her boyfriend, who's a alleged uh, gang member. Allegedly, oh, she gave if, up. If you love your boyfriend that much to stage a kidnapping, right, and have him do something like that, I don't think you would just give him up to the police. I think you kind of don't love him if you do that, because now you're jeopardizing his freedom. What do you mean? I never want to put my boyfriend in a position where he does something that could get him in trouble. Well, you they're, they're also 16. Yeah, though. you love everybody until they start saying jail. Then, then the love starts changing <laughs> a little yeah, bit. But, but we're also forgetting the fact that she's 16 years she old. 16. You got to have a little compassion and a little sympathy for a young 16-year-old kid who made a very, very, very stupid, dumbass mistake. Definitely Absolutely. not a well-thought-out plan. But that don't mean she's not going to get this donkey today, though. All right. Now, today's also the day that, that Donald Trump is facing impeachment. That's uh, Today's the day the House of Representatives will set to impeach Donald Trump. We're anticipating that this will happen, obviously, because the Democrats do have a majority. And there's two articles of impeachment, and that's for Donald Trump abusing his power and for obstructing Congress to lure Ukraine into interfering in the 2020 election. So he also wrote a letter to Nancy Pelosi and to everybody who wants to impeach him, saying, you are the ones obstructing justice. You are the ones bringing pain and suffering to our republic for your own selfish, personal, political, and partisan gain. Now, Nancy Pelosi responded when asked about the letter. 
Your reaction is the president's letter? Yeah, I haven't really fully read it. We've been working. I've seen the essence of it, though, and it's really sick. Oh, the, the House is definitely going to vote uh, to impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. The Senate won't, but the House definitely will. All right, now they did a CNN poll, and they said that 46% of people believe Trump should be impeached and removed from office, and 49% do not. So it's very split. So this is just the first step. And again, I told you this yesterday, or the day before yesterday, he'll be only the third president to be impeached. So if this does happen, this is historical. Listen, right. the irony of the House voting to impeach Trump and Takashi 69 getting sentenced later today. The reason I like this is because people really looked at those folks and thought they were successful because of all the trolling they were doing, but they don't realize there's consequences to all that BS. There's consequences to all that BS they've been doing. You have to have checks and balances, and today both of those people will be checked and balanced. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible night, or maybe you had a great morning. You want to spread some positivity, or maybe you just got something off your mind you need to get off. All right, call us right now. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envious Mello? How you feeling? Mello, what's poppin', man? Get it off your chest, bro. First of all, just want to play basketball. Um, Second of all... You playing basketball, man. You playing, man. You busting ass out there, too. 23 points, 12 rebounds last game. Both of six from the three-point line. I'm, I'm really killing them. They Congratulations, man. As but always remember, Mello, your greatest achievement in life is La La and Cayenne. I, of course, man. I appreciate that, man. Also, man, happy New Year to y'all through the rest of the year. This is the last live show. Happy and New Year. Congratulations to your daughter. Thank you. Know, you. And, and yeah, I really need your help because my mother told my girlfriend what I got her for Christmas. I don't know what to get her now. Your mother told your girlfriend. So what did you get her? I got her an Apple Watch. Okay. I mean, yeah. why would your mother do that? Mother, she just, yo, she because, like, my mother FaceTimed her when I came to pick it up from the house. And she's like, hey, look what money bags bought. And I'm like, that was her present. Why would you do that? <laughs> so, so really, you gave you know, it away. I mean, she did. I didn't. You, I you didn't have to say her. that was your present. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but then she would have asked me, where, well, where's mine? So it, it would have, no. It, it why, don't you, why don't you cater dinner for her at the house and give it to her then? That way you have an experience as well as a present. You know what? That, that makes sense. I appreciate you guys, man. Happy New Year. Happy New again. Year. Thank you, King. Amen. All right. Definitely. Remember, I work here. Y'all my favorite co-workers. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning. It's Jermaine out of Atlanta. What's going on? Jermaine from the A. What's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, man. Say, man, it's my birthday, man. Drop one of the coolest bonds for me or something like that. Happy Bond Day, King. How old are you? 42, man. There 42. you go. Happy birthday. You hold on to that 42. Age is a blessing, my brother. You, that's a, that's a hey. hard 42 you earn. Yeah, man, we around the same age or whatever, so, you know, we from that Hanna-Barbera era. And you already that. know. Yabba dabba doo yeah, can I get a shout-out? Um, it's my birthday. This is Jermaine out of Atlanta. And please follow me on Instagram at BombNadeVodka. Um, love y'all. Love the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting me get through. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Ryan from Manhattan. Ryan from Manhattan. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Yeah, DJ Envy. First of all, um, good morning, Breakfast Club. I want to uh, I want to thank you for all the uh, the work that you've been doing with these real estate seminars. Mm-hmm. And um, I gotta say, I was a little skeptical at first because I was one of those guys 
that you know spent like a crazy amount of money on some other seminars. Right. You know, but the, the one you did was was great. It was like full of information. I don't feel like you were trying to sell me anything. You know, so that was a, a good part of the weekend. You know, I appreciate you, there, brother. Envy knows nothing time. about real estate. Have shut you up. not heard? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know the, the good thing about it, and, and the, the sad thing about our people sometimes when you try to give them information. They feel like it's a fluke, or they feel like somebody's trying to get over on them. That's and not your fault, though. And that was the thing. I'm like, yo, people would rather spend twenty, thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars on a seminar and get got, but I'm giving them the information because I really want to see my own people win. I'm bringing credit repair that was free. I'm bringing conventional lending. I'm bringing hard money lending, inspections, contractors, right, right. property management, auction.com, and all that. I'm bringing it to people because I want them to get the information that I didn't get. Instead but you can understand them being hesitant if they got burned before, though. Yeah, I, I get it a little bit, but... You've had gonorrhea before, right? No, never. Oh. Uh, but, you know, I do get it, but I'm mad at the people that look oh, like yeah? us that's really getting people. Like, because there's people that look like us that's doing doing the same thing, playing off the hopes of people, charging people 20, 30, 40, 50 grand, and that shit really irks me, man. I don't know why we listening to you anyway, though. You don't know nothing about real estate. Shut music. up. But, you know, I appreciate you coming, man, and, and, and thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you, too. And Charlotte, man, you need to... You need to Stop hating and have your wife come to one of our sip and paint parties at Fly Arts and Brushes. She'd love it. What? I need to stop sip hating and, and have my wife do what? Oh, a sip and paint. Yeah, sip and paint. Party. Come to one of our sip and paint parties at Fly Arts and Brushes. She don't like the paint. I think I, well, there, there you go. So, I mean, we like we like the sip, but we don't like the paint. So said, what would be the point? He said everyone likes the paint. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun experience. The sip and paint. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Sneezy, man. What's your name? Sneezy? Yeah, Sneezy, Sneezy. God bless you. I'm saying saying that so my city can know who I am. Okay. Uh, Good morning, all y'all. And this is for Shadow Man. I'm right here. Yeah, hey, a couple months ago, you gave some idiot the donkey of the day and somebody he supposed to be, he should be from Pahokee because Pahokee's the worst city in Florida. You remember that? I believe so. Well, my city ain't take that kind of nice, and I think you owe us an apology for that. I owe, I don't, I owe the city an apology for saying Florida is crazy? You owe, you owe Pahokee an apology because that, that guy was just not from Pahokee, whoever the f*** he was. I don't know if I can apologize to Florida for being crazy. What am I apologizing for now? Because you said a crazy man was from Pinocchio. He's uh, not from Pinocchio. You don't think Florida crazy? Florida is crazy, but I say you owe my city, Pahokee, an apology. Pahokee. Isn't Pahokee a part of Florida? Yes. Yes. And isn't Florida crazy? So wouldn't that make Pahokee crazy? No, it won't. We got nothing to do with the old Florida. We uh, want you. <laughs> okay. It's All right. My, and, hey, and, we, we got a saying. We got a saying in Pahokee. Okay. My city versus everybody. Well, that's also from Detroit as well. Yeah, Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, I mean the fact that you calling up here from Pahokee, Florida, everybody. but you telling Queens. me that Pahokee don't got nothing to do with Florida. Sound a little Let's crazy. me know that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, sir. I just can't. I can't apologize for that. Trav, don't apologize for that. What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Yee. Hi, Pumpkin. Hi, Trev. Uh, how you doing, beautiful? What's up? Uh, what's up, Shar? What's up, sis? Hey, listen, um, two things real quick. One is a lot of tension in Philadelphia because um, the Dallas Cowboys is going to be punching the Philadelphia Eagles in the mouth on Sunday, December 22nd. So tune in. 
we going to the bowl, baby. We going to the bowl. I'm tra- right. trap. I'm telling you, I'm, I feel very torn about this. I guess you could say I'm by. Because on one part, I want my Cowboys to win. But on the other end, I'm like, I want us to lose because I want us to hit the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sir. Hey, sir. Speaking of being by and hitting the bottom, um, listen, I'm going to give you a way out. You know Takashi 6 9 is about to get out. No, no, that's not and- true. We don't know that yet. Well, well, just in case he is, you know, just want to let you know, you do have an Andy on your team, Char. You, oh, you do have me. Oh, you'll do it for me? Wait, no, no, hold on, What's Trav. You'll do it for me? Trav, That's Trav. why I love you, Trav. Trav, you are not wow. volunteering. Wow. Trav, that's why I love you, Trav. <laughs> to perform fellatio on Takashi in place Trav, of Charlamagne. you a real one, Trav. I, I love you, Trav, bro. Trav, Trav, you're a good dude, Trav. I love you, bro. You a real, you a real one, man. Trav, you, you would real, really do that? You a real friend, man. That's better than calling a friend, bro. Real quick. Can I talk about this um, sex trafficking thing that happened with the kid, with the fake kidnapping yesterday with the girl? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I've been seeing a lot of stories. A lot of females saying, oh, you know, they've been somewhere. And then I think this one girl like, oh, I was in a Chinese store and this Chinese man was following me and I saw him texting this other Chinese man. And some of it is, yo, bitch, y'all be stealing. And you man, shut up, man. Oh These God. people won't be following y'all. Take no. the wig, got your person, put it back on the mannequin and they'll leave Trav, stop it. We're we not going to make I'm light of sure. sex trafficking. These kids is really out here getting snatched up, man. Travis, crazy. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? Good morning, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Good boy morning. Gary with Convicted Conversations. Yeah, what's up, what Gary? Up, Yo, Merry Christmas. Same to you, brother. Yeah, man, I was just giving a shout-out to my daughter, uh, Tatiana. She's up in college in Tallahassee. She's not coming home this year. And my book is finally finished. I'm sending you guys copies as soon as it's fresh off the presses. You guys will have one in the mail. So be on. stay tuned for Pillar to Post. Okay. Mm. Well, thank I you, Gary. Appreciate y'all. You have a happy holiday, brother. He sounds sad that his daughter's not coming home. Yeah, he was like, she's not coming home. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? It's Ivan. Ivan, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, just two quick questions for you, DJ. Well, good morning, first of all, for everybody. Good morning. But um, good morning. So I have two questions reference real estate. I've been wanting to get to real estate for a while now, and I was wondering, do you recommend any good books to read on real estate that's not BS? And are you coming down to Miami to do a seminar this year, upcoming year? Uh, well, the first question is, no, I don't know any uh, any great books to read. There's a lot of uh, tutorials on YouTube. There's a lot of podcasts on uh, real estate that you could definitely check out. But the first thing you don't do is you don't spend a lot of money at these uh, seminars. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if a seminar is asking you $5,000 to have a conversation or $10,000 or $20,000, I wouldn't do it. I would rather put that money into a purchase of a property. Um, but Miami, yes, we are coming to Miami uh, next year. I'm not sure of the date, but we are going to hit Miami again. I know in February we're in Vegas. So on, if you're listening on the West Coast, I'll see y'all uh, in Vegas on February 23rd. But- and I would say Grant Cardone has some pretty good real estate books, too. Grant Cardone? Grant Cardone, C-A-R-D-O-N-E. Perfect. That's you saying that. No, I'm saying he's been doing real estate for 30 years. His family does real estate. He has a lot of good information. Have you read his book? Yeah. Okay. All right. I wouldn't say that one, but if, if you read it, good luck with that. But Envy don't know nothing about real estate according to the screen. Though. So, <laughs> so, up, so I, I don't. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate the message. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we'll give you an update on what's happening today. I know there's a lot of people talking about Takashi 69 Is he coming home? Is he not coming home? Is this all rumors? We'll give you the facts of what's going to happen today. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout to Michael Rubin. 
Michael Rubin. Once a week, of course, he's a partner of the Philadelphia 76ers, and once a week we made a deal during Change for Change. He donated $100,000 for Change for Change. Yep, but he said if we wear Philadelphia 76ers gear once a week, he'd put up 125000 Right. So we are holding up our end of the bargain. That's here. right. So I got my jersey on right now. Our board up Dramos has a jersey on. You got, you got the Allen Iverson jersey. Who, yeah. Who's your jersey? Who's, 20, who's that? Don, Dawkins? Joel and B. Oh, Embiid, oh, my bad. Damn, I'm old. Joel Embiid. I said Dawkins. Well, put your hat on. You got to put your hat on. Joe, I got my crown on. I got my Stormzy crown on. I'm You're supposed put, to wear it. I'm going to put the hat on. I got it in my hand. All right. Yeah, you got some on? Uh, no, I didn't get anything. Do you get extracurricular? There's a whole box back there for No one gave me anything. I didn't know it was there. No one told me. You can't even keep up with her lies. She's not wearing it because she's a Brooklyn Nets representative. She got the Brooklyn Nets jersey on right now. She yeah, even said she already said she's not going to wear the Sixers gear because she's a Nets representative. I said I wear it underneath stuff. Oh, my God. Because that was, <laughs> he didn't say do we you, had to wear it on top. Do you get extra points for the Dream Chasers hat? I don't know. Okay. That's a good question. No. We'll ask Michael Rubin. He invited me to something, too. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. Well, let's get the show uh, to the rumors. Takashi six nine. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, today's the day. Takashi six nine. We'll find out what his fate is. He's facing as much as forty seven years in prison. But as you know, he's been cooperating with the U.S. Attorney's Office. He could potentially be sentenced to time served today. Now, they do have victim impact statements that were sent to the sentencing judge. Those victims do say he should remain behind bars. And they also talk about how they have suffered from his crimes. So uh, we'll see what happens today. All right. Uh, two people that were robbed were a couple publicists that were unrelated to this whole rap-a-lot situation that happened uh, where members of Nine Trade Gang plan to rob Jay Prince and his people after perceived diss. They ha- it's just a lot of different things that happen. And so people are saying they're scared for their life afterward. One person said he became a recluse who was afraid to sleep in his own home. He still is in constant fear that someone associated with Takashi will be sent to finish the job. The other publicist also echoed many of those same fears as well. She said her entire career and lifelong dreams were destroyed as a result of this horrific event. And she is haunted by the armed robbery that happened all as a result of Takashi. She said she quit her job, which she was very good at after the attack. And she wants the judge to hold Takashi responsible for ruining her life. Listen, those victim statements could be damning. You know, I still think he's getting a three to five. He's facing a minimum of 37 years. I just don't see them letting him walk scot-free. He pled guilty. He, he has victim statements against him. I don't see them just letting him walk. We'll see today. I think he's going to get time served, but we'll see today, I guess. I think he'll get three to five with time served. Mm-hmm. So that means he'll be out in probably two Maybe another year. Mm-hmm. And I saw there were a lot of articles circulating yesterday. The Breakfast Club said they wouldn't interview Takashi Six Nine. Da 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 da. Did we say that? No. What? We asked. We had a conversation of whether I didn't say that. We should or not. I said I don't think we should. Yeah, nobody know, said I, he was banned or, or I, anything. I mean, no, not banned, but you know, was it a good th- idea? I said I don't think we should. And Envy said he don't. He don't think we should. No, it was just a conversation. And I said I think we can't predict the future, and it could be a story of redemption. We don't know what he might be saying, and it could be something that could be an example for other people. Well, I don't believe nothing that comes out of his mouth right now. He got to show and prove through actions and deeds, not words and lip service. Lip service. All right, now let's talk about Jesse Smollett. Empire is considering, perhaps, having him come back for the finale. According to the showrunner, Brett Mahoney, he says that there have been internal discussions about bringing him back before the sixth and final season comes to an end. He said it would be weird in my mind to end this family show and this family drama of which he was such a significant part without seeing him. 
So perhaps he will be on there. And speaking of other shows, The Game. That show, The Game, an hour-long reboot is in the works at The CW, and that's from Mara Brockakill and Devin Gregory, the creator. So it could be interesting if you're a fan of that show. I enjoyed that show as well. It was a, actually a spinoff from Girlfriends. And that's the only show I want to see Mara Brockakill bring back. I want to see, where's the Girlfriends reboot? Where's the Girlfriends miniseries, goddammit? The Game is cool, but come on, man. Over Girlfriends? Stop. All right, now speaking of the game, the game, the rapper, actually went to Hip Hop DX to talk about perhaps a time period where he could have worked with Michael Jackson and how Michael Jackson wanted the game and 50 Cent to squash their beef. Here's what he said. You and 50 did, you know, great work and that it would be a travesty if we, the world never got to hear you guys again. And he was like, uh, is there any, you know, would you be open to like having a conversation and squashing that beef and doing a song for my album? I was like, for your album? And he was like, yeah, I want you and 50 on my album. And so we talked about it. And at that time, I was so like in it with 50. I hate, I actually hated 50 and wanted to kill him at that time. But um, that's where Mike lost me. And I can't remember how we ended the conversation or whatnot. I didn't tell Mike like, no, you know what I'm saying? But it never came to fruition. I definitely wasn't down with that because I really felt like 50 tried to destroy me. You know how your homeboy or homegirl is telling you a story mm -hmm. and you have no reason not to believe them, but you don't believe them? This is one of those times. You don't believe well, he's Michael the only Jackson one that knows the truth. I have no reason not to believe the game, but right. I don't believe him, and there's no way to prove that other than his word. Why is he just telling that story now? Why would he now? make that story up, though? But why is he? People make up stories all the time. I would, think at the, I would think at the height of the game versus 50 beef, that would have been a story that was told. Michael or, Jackson or called you. Away, or when he passed away. Michael Jackson called you and said he wanted y'all to squash the beef, and you just telling that story now? The game? Now he called me the Who one time. Who raps about everything? Now Mike Jack called me one time. I thought you meant the game called nah, you Michael one Jackson time. Michael Jackson called me one time. And he was called like, you? Yeah, he was like, yo, I, you know, I really think you should do a morning show with Charlemagne and Angela Yee. And I was like, Mike, I don't really know about that. You know, I don't really mess with them like that. He was like, trust me, do it. And he was right. All right. <laughs> Once again, you know how your homeboy is telling you a story? Okay. And you have no reason not to me? believe them, but you don't believe Evan, them. Evan, you should start vacation I don't now. I don't, believe, believe I don't believe the game or DJ Envy. <sighs> Mike Jack was the one that got, got me my got Remember my that classic back. interview you had that with I the believe. game, Envy? <laughs> that you believe? Remember that classic interview you had with the game, Envy? Mm, when the game was crying. Of, over hip-hop? Yeah, over hip-hop, yeah, I remember. He got emotional over yep, yep, that. Yep. Yep. That for real? Yeah. I missed that We one. just started talking about hip-hop, and he just started tearing. But shout to the game. The game always rides with me, Paul. Yeah, salute to the game. I appreciate the game. The game shout got a dope-ass album. But once again, the homeboy that's telling you a story, and I have no reason not to believe him, but I don't. That's how I feel what about that Michael Jackson What did you squash your beef story. to do a, a song with Michael Jackson? No, not those two. Not the game at fifty. Absolutely not. Uh, you consider no. it though. They were the squashing it later no. though. And then plus they had yeah, they, they had a real beef. Like people were getting shot at. Like they Slapped. was like yeah, so the people they, died. They had a allegedly. real issue with each other. Yeah. All right. There you have it. Um, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. When we come back, front page news. What are we talking about? Impeachment day. We'll give you some updates. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I go where I want. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where you want to start with, Yee? Well, today is a big day because Donald Trump is facing impeachment. The House of Representatives is set to impeach Donald Trump today. And that is uh, for two different things. And obviously, we all have been talking about this so much. You guys know uh, what it is. And right now, they're saying that 46% of people believe Trump should be impeached. And 49% of people believe that he should not be impeached. So 
Uh, those two articles of impeachment are for abuse of power and obstruction of justice. That all has to do with Ukraine. Now, what are they doing to counter program impeachment coverage and do all of that? Well, Donald Trump and Vice President Pence will appear together at a Merry Christmas rally. And they're also going to be doing some online fundraising based on impeachment. They also are planning to have clips of the same House Democrats that have been talking about impeaching Donald Trump since the earliest days of his presidency, talking about the impeachment of Bill Clinton in 1998 to rebrand these Democrats as hypocrites. So that is how they are planning to counter attack. And uh, Donald Trump also wrote a letter. He said, you are the ones obstructing justice, and this is for the Democrats. You are the ones bringing pain and suffering to our republic for your own selfish, personal, political, and partisan gains. Now, when asked about that letter, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said this. Your reaction is the president's letter? No, I, mean, I haven't really fully read it. We've been working. I've seen the essence of it, though, and it's really sick. All right, protesters have also been demonstrating across the country ahead of the vote on Trump's impeachment. And those rallies have been in New York and Florida, all over the place. So we'll see what happens today. I think we can pretty much predict that he will be impeached. But oh, then definitely once impeached. it moves to the Senate, obviously, that's Republican. So mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen there? You have to have checks and balances. And today, you know, Donald Trump will be checked and balanced. I, 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 it's not going to turn out any other way for him. But they are going to win the battle on social media. You're not going to out social media, Trump. Trust that. He will control that narrative. All right, now, 16-year-old Carol Sanchez. There was an Amber Alert that went out yesterday, as well as footage that the uh, precinct put out, the police precinct in New York City, and that showed her getting kidnapped in the Bronx on the street. It was four men that pulled up in a sedan. They hopped out of the car, pushed her mom to the ground, and then dragged her, and everybody was horrified yesterday. We have to find Carol Sanchez. And she was found, and then once she was found, everybody was relieved. It was a victory. They posted on the NYPD 40th Precinct. We have a victory today. Carol has been found. Thank you to all who have worked very hard to track down the people involved in this case. Well, apparently, that whole situation was a hoax. She told police that she set up the kidnapping because of her overprotective mother. That's according to an official. And apparently there's also a story that her family was talking about moving to Honduras. She didn't want to leave. And that might have played a part in her staging this kidnapping. Hey, man, don't let this distract you from the fact that women really are being snatched and kidnapped off these streets, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? And not to mention, if she thought her mama was overprotective before... Overprotective. I'll show you overprotective. You never leave house. house arrest forever. <laughs> you damn right. right. All right. Police are now trying to determine whether or not they should charge Carol Sanchez with a crime. What do you think? Uh, I don't. I really don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. She's 16 years old. Um, I. I I don't know. No, you, I, you I can't. Know. You can't charge her with a I don't crime. Know. But then not only that, you, you got the young men that that allegedly did it. They're trying to find them and charge them. It's it's hard. She's Listen, 16. She did, she did something stupid. I the, mean, the law is the law. If she broke some type of law, if she, you know, cost him some type of money when it comes to the resources and being out there looking for her, yes, she should have to pay all that back. You know what I mean? But I don't know what the, I don't know what the charge would be. What would the charge be? Uh yeah, falsifying reports. But she, she didn't really falsify. Yeah, she didn't really falsify. I don't know what the charge I mean, would be. Yeah. It could be Perjury? I don't know. I don't know what How you call it. How she committed perjury? I don't know. I don't know what you would say. Because she lied to her mom. That's not perjury. Oh, yeah, that's not perjury. That's because we all committed perjury. That's what I'm saying. She didn't. She lied to her mom. What know? did they charge Jesse Smollett with? But he lied. He made a police yeah, report. Yeah, he, he filed a police report. All that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you would charge Kyle Sanchez with. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, two years of house arrest, which is till she's eighteen. That's what her mom was telling her. Your ass is on lockdown until you turn eighteen. Oh, they just need to have a conversation to see why she would go to that far to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, 
That is. I just know I got a donkey today for the day. Your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, let's talk about J.R. Smith. He used to play for the Knicks. He used to play for the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. Mm. His wife, she uh, said a prayer, and that's oh not unusual. Gosh. We all pray, right? Her prayer was just a little different. Let's play a clip of it. Father God, as your servant, to please help and heal my husband, Lord Father God, and please forgive him for he know not what he do. We are all hurting, not just me, but my husband. He's hurting. And Candace, Lord Father God, she's hurting. I pray, Lord Father God, for Candace that you please just mend her heart, Lord Father God, for her to go out here, Lord Father God, and seek a married man. <laughs> Father God, I just pray that you you give her grace and mercy, Lord Father God. Y'all gave me no context as to why uh, she's praying. Why was she praying? Because her husband, J.R. Smith, cheated on her <laughs> with the actress Candace. Uh, Smith that she's referring to in this. And so, so she's praying for... I guess for... She's praying for her husband? Because he knows not what he does. He also went on IG stories and said, no weapon formed against me. Yeah, all right. Yeah, y'all no playing No weapon formed against you, but that goddamn divorce case formed against uh, you will prosper, and she'll take half. Listen, by the way, I don't see nothing wrong with what oh, she no, did. Oh, no, Candace Patton is her name. I'm sorry. Candace Patton, the actress. That's, mm-hmm. that's the prayer you say when you try not to hurt somebody. Like, I don't see a problem with her friend at all. <laughs> she's trying to calm herself down, and she probably is thinking all types of violent things. Well, she did she, a 10-minute prayer. Yeah, because she's talking herself off the ledge. That's what that, that's what that sounded like to me. That, yes. that sounded like I got a, a legal firearm, and I'm about to go shoot up some people right now. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. I think that's exactly what it is. I think that was one of those things was like, let me calm down. Let me and calm myself thing, down. The only thing that's going to keep me calm is let me pray. It's the last thing I've done when I've been cheated on is prayed. I never prayed over that. I can't. No, but maybe maybe this may, is the new wave. But maybe you didn't. It's not about. It's not about the actual cheating. It's about what she was thinking about doing in re, in retaliation. Yeah. So being that what she was, she might have been thinking some real wild thoughts. So she was praying herself off a ledge. Yeah, did she, you listen she, to the ten minute prayer she did? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> but she got. She has kids and they've been married for Three a while. Kids. So let's open up the phone lines. What did you think about her prayer? Her praying for Candace. Her praying for her husband. I'm praying for everything. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's <laughs> the Nothing Breakfast Club. Nothing wrong with prayer, by the Good way. Good morning. Nothing at all. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about J.R. Smith's wife. Yesterday, uh... She did a 10-minute prayer, and the reason she did this prayer was because allegedly her husband was cheating on her with an actress. So right, and he also posted no weapon formed against me. Let's hear the prayer. Father God, as your servant, to please help and heal my husband, Lord Father God, and please forgive him for he know not what he do. We are all hurting, not just me, but my husband. He's hurting, and Candace, Lord Father God, she's hurting. I pray, Lord Father God, for Candace, that you please just mend her heart, Lord Father God, for her to go out here, Lord Father God, and seek a married man. Father God, I just pray that you you give her grace and mercy, Lord Father God. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what are your thoughts? I don't see the problem, because that right there is the prayer you say when you're trying not to hurt somebody. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to calm herself down. She's probably thinking all types of violent things. Yep. And she's talking herself off that ledge. It, for me, it's four people I turn to when I'm thinking something crazy. My mom, my wife, my therapist, and my God. And so if she need to pray for 10 minutes to not go shoot somebody up or stab somebody or set a house on fire like left eye, God bless her. And then not only that, like when I when I seen I, I didn't watch the full thing, but when I seen a little bit, I prayed for her. I just I just felt bad because she needed the prayer at that time. I don't know the young lady, but I seen in her eyes it by it was about to get nasty. So I well, said, she was praying pray for, for them. Too. She was praying that God will mend uh, Candace's heart and 
you know, to give her grace, to That's give beautiful. Candace grace and mercy, and she was praying for her husband. And Don't y'all talk about forgiveness all the time? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling with you know knowing how to forgive people, but y'all in here, y'all talk about forgiveness who, all the time. Who, who talks about forgiveness? Oh, you don't. All the time? Well, you do. Well, no, I believe in forgiveness. That doesn't mean so, I pray for the person. But that's, yeah, pray, that's what forgiveness, forgiveness is. No, you it pray. means that I let it go and I forgive them and I understand that they have their own issues that they're dealing with. Well, some people. I let, never prayed for the person. Well, though. some people let go and let God, and they I say can't. and they say you should pray for your enemies. They should. They say you should pray for people who've done you wrong. But she said that after she spoke with her dad, this is what uh, Jewel Harris, who is J.R. Smith's wife, said. She spoke to her dad, and she decided the best thing she can do after finding out about J.R. Smith's affair was to pray. She right. I don't, see, I don't. I don't. I don't see the problem. Keisha. Hi. What do you think, Keisha? Um, I honestly think there's not a problem with her praying for them, regardless if she was praying to calm herself down or she was just praying because what they did, what he did as a married woman. I mean, married man. Married man. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Shantae. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Shantae. What did you think of her prayer? You know what? I think that infidelity has been around since marriage has been around. And people stayed married longer back in the day because they used prayer as a tool. So I don't think there's anything wrong with what she did. She wants to keep her husband, obviously, and she wants to stay calm and, and get through the situation. Not everybody wants to do a quick divorce after. I'm praying for your phone. But, but, but she's right, though. Like, yo, you, you pray. They always say pray for your enemies. Pray for people that have done you wrong. It works for some people. Mm-hmm. All right. 800-585-1051. We're talking about this. Uh, what, what's her name? I, I don't want to say her name wrong. Uh, Joel Harris. Joel Harris, which is J.R. Smith's wife. And yesterday she found out her husband was cheating and she prayed for the woman that cheated on with, with her husband and she prayed for her husband. What do you think about it? What do you think about her posting And I think about now? everything they went through. Remember, they had the baby that was born four months early yep. and the baby was in intensive care unit for uh, like, a hun- how long was it? Like long four time, months. months. All, yeah. all, all the more months. reason to pray. Call us up now. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about J.R. Smith's wife. What's her name, Yee? Uh, Jewel Harris. Jewel Harris. Uh, yesterday, she put a 10-minute prayer online just talking about her husband. Her husband allegedly cheated, and she prayed for the woman and her husband. So we're asking, what do you think? Good morning, Tanisha. Morning. Hey, what did you think about the prayer and, and, and her posting it? I totally agree with you and Charlamagne. She was actually trying to talk her out, out of stuff from doing something crazy. She was ready to kill him and her. <laughs> Please, Lord, don't make me make a mistake today. Please, God bless them. Thank you, Nay. Please. Hey. Good morning, Nay. Good morning. We're talking about this uh, young lady that prayed for her husband and the mistress. Not just a young lady. Jewel Harris, who's married to J.R. Smith, who is a former NBA... He doesn't play in the NBA right now, right? No. He's a former NBA player, and he allegedly cheated with Candace Patton, who's an actress from The Flash. Right. I love J.R., but it's a no for me. I'm not praying because my husband was cheating, Like. I might shoot something up, but I'm not praying. I'm sorry. Oh, you yeah. might shoot something up? That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the move. Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the move, boo. Forget the prayer. Go shoot something up. No, that's right. No, no, She probably felt like she done been through so much in that relationship, too. You know? It's like, what else can you do? Yeah, go shoot something up. No, Don't no. pray. 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 Jesus Hello, Christ. who's this? Yo, this Trizzy from Albany. Trizzy? Trizzy, we already know Trizzy. that. You know what? I'm not going to judge a book by it. Trizzy. Name. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, so uh, do you agree with praying for her? That, that, what, what? Hell yeah, I agree. I, I agree with this. Sh- and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. 
It's only positive vibes gonna come from that. From you, you praying about some. You know what I mean? Like Trizzy, I'm saying, stop, like, uh, stop nah, let, her, let her express herself the way she expresses herself. We want to be able to play this, it. This how I, this how I feel. Cause if I call one of my friends, like yo, my shorty cheated on me. You know what I'm saying? It might go left. <laughs> I feel like if I say and pray about some, I might be like, you know what? Huh? I'ma just go and do me. Goodness some gracious, positive. Yeah, yeah. So you like women? Yeah, I like women. All right, no doubt. True, true. You know. Yeah, so that's how I feel about the situation. Like, ain't nothing wrong with her praying. She want to pray. She want to talk herself probably out of doing some crazy shit. All right. Well, listen, talk about, don't hang up on her. Listen, lead us in a prayer real quick, baby. Lead us in a prayer right now. Oh, come man. on. Come on, Tizzy. What's your name? Tizzy? Trizzy. Trizzy. Ah, Trizzy, yeah. Come on, Trizzy. Lead us in a prayer. Oh, my goodness. A prayer as if I got cheated on or just a regular just prayer? Just a regular prayer. Just give us a, well, you know what? Give us a cheating on prayer. I would like to hear what you say. Lord, I don't know what that girl was thinking about to be cheating on the best thing that's ever happened to her. <laughs> Whatever happened to her, whether it's good or bad, just let it come to her, and I just hope she learned her Listen, and I'm walking. Oh Amen. <laughs> gracious, Trizzy. Oh my goodness. Amen, Trizzy. Trey. What's up, Charlamagne? What's Trey. up, King? What do you think? What do you think about that prayer, man? Goodness gracious. Hey, man, they just doing it for the clout, man. They just what? want cash. You think it's for clout? What cash yeah, is she gonna get? Want that cash. So you don't? You think that this whole thing was a plan? He cheated on his wife. Just with to Candace get some cash. Patton, and then she did a prayer just for clout. Yep. Hi. Phone got disconnected. I'm gonna pray for you. And you know Wikipedia is so foul. And I hate the fact they that they already changed her. They changed the name Candace instead Patton's of Candace Patton. Patton. It says J.R. Smith mistress. Well, prayer prayer changes things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is Luke six twenty seven thirty six. Uh, it says, "Bless those who curse you and pray for those who hurt you." I I can't never be mad at a person for praying their way out of a situation. All right. Well, we we got rumors on the way. Yes. Let's talk Andre three thousand. Everybody always wants to know about that new album, but. Uh, here's what he has to say about it himself in a new interview. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. I don't know why DJ Envy scrolling in here like he don't got <laughs> nothing to do. You really looking at the clock like it's time to go, huh? He's working. Angela Yee is here. Charlamagne the God is here. This is our last live show of 2019. <sighs> What's happening? After the day I put you niggas on Do Not Disturb. Hey. I think it's disturbed. Hey. My goodness. Hey. Yes. Can't wait. We got rumors coming up. What are we talking about? Uh, Let's talk about Andre 3000. You know, everybody's always saying, when's new Andre 3000 music coming? When can we expect an album? And we've been seeing him all over the place, uh, taking pictures, walking around with a flute. Well, we'll tell you what he had to say because he actually sat down and did an interview. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Andre 3000. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, yesterday, Rick Rubin put out a new episode of his Broken Record podcast, and his special guest was Andre 3000. Now, people will not be excited to hear about this because, of course, people always want to know when is he coming out with some new music. Well, here is what Andre 3000 has to say about that. I haven't been making much music, man. My my focus is not there. My confidence is not there. Like, I'll just go to a piano and I'll set my iPhone down and just record. But I hadn't been motivated to do a serious project. I'd like to, but it's just it's just not coming. Uh, in, my, in my own self, uh, I'm trying to figure out where do I sit. 
I don't I, I don't even know what I am and maybe I'm nothing. Maybe I'm not supposed to be anything. Maybe yeah. you know my history is kind of handicapping in a way. Yeah, there were some rumors that there was going to be a new Andre 3000 album coming out and you know, it was just all based on assumptions. It never really was confirmed. So just to double confirm that you probably won't hear anything, especially not any uh, hip-hop music from Andre 3000 anytime soon, here's what else he said. And so I'm just trying to find out what makes me feel the best right now. Yes. And what makes me feel the best is when I just do these random kind of instrumental kind of things. You know, they make me feel, they make me feel the most rebellious well, that's what that's what it's about. It's about doing what what makes him happy, and that's what makes him happy. Well, listen, I listened to that whole Broken Records podcast. It's amazing. Uh, you know, the reason Andre's not doing music is because of his social anxiety that he was diagnosed with, and his hypersensitivity. And he talked about how success actually stifled his creative mm-hmm. process. So I'm just happy that Andre 2000 is finally telling his story about dealing with social anxiety. And if you have not gotten a chance to listen to that Broken Records podcast with Rick Rubin. Please go listen because it's incredible. Like just a lot of the ways Andre explained what he's going through as far as his social anxiety and mm-hmm. any creative who deals with social anxiety should listen to that. Like I'm, I'm gonna listen to it today again today in the gym actually. Yeah, he talks about his massive success and how that's part of the reason why he hasn't just been able to do this right now. Imagine that you come out, people have these huge expectations. You're a huge artist, and then now you just don't have the confidence to be able to live up to those expectations. He says when he, if he does go back on the road, he's just going to do dirty, grimy clubs that hold like 50 to 100 people. That's dope. Yep. All right, now Young Thug, in the meantime, speaking about new music, does have some new music coming. Now he spoke with Hip Hollywood, and here's what he said. We expect anything from you coming up soon? Yeah. I'm dropping the album in January. February. Okay. Any features that we can talk about or? Um, no. <laughs> so, you know, people love Young Thug. Got his cult following. He makes some good music. So I'm sure we'll be looking forward to that in January or February. That's pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Now, other new ventures. Pusha T is opening up a ramen restaurant in D.C. It's a ramen and cocktail bar. So it's called um, Kitsuin, which translates to smoke or smoking in Japanese. Okay. And he's opening that location with other business partners, nightclub owners Wayne Johnson and Tony Perry, and NBA players Jarian and Jeremy Grant. If so. Drake wanted to come in there and eat, could he, you think? Would, you let, would they let him? I'm sure they'll take that money, right? Yeah. Mm. Can't deny a patron. Just because y'all have a rap beef? They might deny that patron. You think so? Oh, he Just might put a case. little something something in the food. Yeah, he mm. might be scared. Of, you know, he might tear the place up or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to keep him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Adrian Broner, he has been ordered to pay more than $700,000 to a woman who says that he sexually assaulted her at a nightclub back in 2018. She said she was sitting on a couch. That's when he smothered her, shoved his tongue down her throat in Cleveland. And she also says that he continued the assault until his friend pulled him off of her. She went to the police. She filed a report. She filed a lawsuit against Adrian Broner. And he did plead guilty to assault and unlawful restraints of the woman. Now, she said she's been so scarred that she had to undergo months of counseling and therapy, and that's for PTSD. So the judge did say that he has to pay $783,000 in damages and fees to that woman. Now, they also said that Adrian Broner did not even show up to defend himself against the woman's claims. And the judge said the woman proved by clear and convincing evidence that Adrian Broner acted maliciously and that she did need that punitive award to punish and deter him from engaging in similar conduct in the future. So, That's how Game got lost all that money, right? Because he didn't show up in court? Same uh, thing here? Yeah, there were allegations against him. He didn't show up to his court date. So, you know, 
that's what happened. But the, the judge does believe this woman mm. and does believe that this happened. And he did actually also uh, plead guilty to assault and unlawful, unlawful restraint. So all of that did happen uh, as well. So Now, Doja Cat is upset about a performance that she had. You know, we're still talking about this Rolling Loud Festival, right? A lot of stuff uh, apparently happened there. And she said that it was a terrible crowd and a bad sound system. She posted, bitches who come for me are the same people on Club Penguin without a membership, and they always got an eye patch and an apron on at all times. And then she said, uh, when people were telling her, shame on you, she said, bitch, you are literally built like a garbanzo bean, you despicable me-looking Area 51 experiment and a Petri dish-ash bitch. So she was going on and on. Now listen to this, because what she's saying is that the sound system was messed up uh, and people were heckling her, but she's saying it wasn't really her fault. She said, the sound system was a good, I couldn't hear myself, that's why I sounded like ish. And she said, the crowd was effing terrible, everybody looked like they were strung out. Here's what it sounded like. the hell are you playing on this radio this morning? That's what it sounded like at the Rolling Loud Festival that everybody was going in on her for and she was saying it was the sound system's fault and not her fault. Well, everybody got a bad night though. Either way. Well, I'm not mad at the people for going in on her after what I just heard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't know who's to blame here. But she said she couldn't hear herself and so you can imagine when you can't hear that playback in the headphones and you don't, you can't hear what the audience is hearing and then you're still trying to perform and give it your best and unfortunately sometimes it doesn't work out. She's right, but that's one of those times the audience shouldn't have been able to hear her. All right. Well, uh, that was her reaction on Twitter. Sometimes and when things like that happen, you explain yourself. No reason to actually respond to everybody going in on you because all that does is make people do it even more. She could have a zillion great shows, but that one show right there are always irka. You well, know that's, what I mean? that's, that's what social media is. Though. Social media takes that one thing mm-hmm. and they, they highlight it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. They never, they never showcase the good. That's that's the world, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. What is all that? Right. They say people... people uh, Scream about your failures, but whisper your success. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, who are you giving that donkey to? Mm. Carol Sanchez. She has to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. Let's keep in mind she's 16, mm-hmm. so she needs a little compassion at this time. Okay, but this is also a teachable moment. All right? All right. So we need Carol to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with her. Okay. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. And then ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, Hit up ye right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed play. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Oh, I got a headache. Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, December 18th goes to a 16 year old girl named Carol Sanchez. Now, this happened in the Bronx. And what does your Uncle Sharla always tell you? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Now, one of the main triggers for my anxiety is, is sex trafficking and hearing about sex trafficking stories. Okay, I am the guy who is constantly talking about things like this to my wife and, uh, you know, my, my homegirls that I love. I have these conversations literally every day with my partners like, you know, Wax and Lil Duval because I'm trying to figure out if sex trafficking has gotten worse or does social media make it seem that way, okay? You 
know, I, I follow uh, Tony Rivera on Instagram. Drop on the clues bump for Tony Rivera. She's out here doing God's work. She goes out looking for these women who haven't, who have gotten abducted. Uh, you saw her here when she was on the Breakfast Club, and you know she told us one of the best things to do when these women go missing is to raise awareness, make the block hot for these sex traffickers. Okay, repost the pictures, give Crime Stoppers information, just start ringing all the alarms. And usually, in most cases, they don't want that kind of heat, so they return the young women. I don't know how effective this method is, but until we can find an infinity gauntlet with all six infinity stones, and we can snap our fingers and make all sex traffickers disappear, this is the method that I shall use. And yesterday, I used that method when I saw the apparent kidnapping of Carol Sanchez. Now, if you saw the video yesterday morning, you saw that a 16-year-old girl was apparently kidnapped right in front of her mother when four men jumped out of a car and snatched her off a street in the Bronx. It is impossible to not have empathy for this young girl if you're a father or a husband because the way my anxiety is set up, as soon as I saw that video, I was distraught started to have a slight panic attack because immediately I started thinking about what if that was my wife or one of my daughters. That's what I hate about anxiety because I truly believe my thoughts become things. And then there's so many things that I have created in my life just by thinking about them. So when you know the power of your thoughts and you can't get these negative thoughts out your mind, you end up having an anxiety attack because you think something bad is going to happen and you think it's going to be your fault because you can't stop thinking about it. So I did what I always do. Uh, I went and did my breathing exercises, and then I dropped to my knees and prayed for Carol Sanchez and prayed for her mother and prayed for, you know, every woman that I love just to be protected and safe. Then I posted to my Instagram the video of her being snatched up with Crime Stoppers information. Then we got the news that she had been returned, you know, dropped off at a park in the Bronx. So I posted that video and said, look at God, all praises due. Now let's get the men who did this to her off the street. But then another story broke. Uh, a story that is just a harsh reminder of why I don't talk to you niggas after 5 p.m. Let's go to CBS 2 New York for the report, please. 16-year-old Carol Sanchez walked out of the 40th precinct Tuesday evening with the relatives who spent the day searching for her trailing behind. Around 11.30 Monday night, Carol was with her mother on Eagle Avenue in Melrose when surveillance video shows four men in a car pull up, grab the teen, push her mother to the ground, then drive off. In the morning, the NYPD put out an Amber Alert and plastered the neighborhood with missing person posters. Then 15 hours after what looked like her abduction, Carol came back to the spot where she was taken and reunited with her relatives to their relief. Sources tell CBS2 the teen turned herself into police on site and confessed that she orchestrated her own kidnapping with the help of four accomplices in an attempt to run away from her family. Police let the teenage girl go without charging her for any crimes. The NYPD says it's still investigating and is looking to speak with those accomplices. This is why... You can never give Florida or the Bronx the benefit of the doubt when it comes to being crazy. Carol, my love, you're 16, so I can't be too hard on you, but come on. You know, you, you're mad at your mom because she's overprotective. You want to run away because uh, she's overprotective. Of course she's overprotective because she knows you better than anyone on this planet. And she knows you have the potential to do stuff like this, right? It's so many women being kidnapped every day for real. Sex trafficking is real. According to Black America Web, nearly 75,000 black women and girls are missing all across America. Black girls and women represent 7% of all Americans, but 35% of all missing person cases, and no one seems to care. So when the troops rally around a case like Carol Sanchez and come together to bring attention to her situation, what happens when we find out she has been a student of the school of Smollett? Okay? 
Carol makes it bad for the next woman who's in this situation who's really kidnapped, okay? It's someone out there right now listening to me, I guarantee, who has been trying to get people to care about a woman that's missing in their life. They would love the kind of support that Carol received yesterday, but they aren't getting it. And meanwhile, you playing with something someone wants. No, Carol, you're playing with something someone needs, okay? Now, will this stop me from posting about the next woman that goes missing? No. Not at all. I would rather be safe than sorry. But y'all Negroes play too much. All right, today is my last day for 2019 on this here Breakfast Club. After the day, I don't come back until January 7th, 2020. And I cannot wait to put you niggas on Do Not Disturb, okay? Uncle Charlotte is tired, man. All right, we go out our way to provide a voice for the voiceless. And nowadays, that's getting very hard to do because we don't know whose voice to trust. Kyle, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what should happen to you because you're 16. You didn't hurt anything except your mother's feelings, but I'm pissed off. Not really at you. Just pissed off that you would make light of a situation that I truly stress about. Okay? I just hope one day you know what parental paranoia feels like. I hope one day you get to experience the panic that parents feel when they think their kids are in danger. In fact, there's only one person who can explain how us parents felt uh, watching this. Carol, I want you to listen and listen good. I present to you Black America's forever mother, Claire Huxtable. I only hope that you can have the same experience. I hope that one day you come to realize exactly how it feels to think that your child's life is in danger. You have taken us from levels of frenzy, panic, distress, and now that we know you're okay, rage. Now go to bed! Please let me mark give Carl Sanchez the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother Are you dumb. I really got a headache. I ain't drink my, I gotta take my sea moss. All right. And my mail balance. All right, well. I'm below Advil, too. Everybody else, we'll see you guys in the new year, man. It's time to get it back. We done it? No, we ain't done yet. We got more time? Yet. We got more time, man. How much more time we got? Oh, man, that just gave me a headache, man. I'm, I'm looking on the cameras to see where my kids are. Follow oh, my man. daughter on her iPhone, make sure she all right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even understand. Like, me and Envy being here having conversations, like, yo, would you put a tracking device in your kid? <laughs> and we'd be like, Yes. yes. I can see why. I think if they was to kind of come, come, come gas us up right now, it might be the mark of the beast. We don't know. If they come in like, yo, you'll put a tracking device in your kids. I might just do that. Yep. I'm being honest with you. I would. That, that would help ease a lot of my parental paranoia. That would help ease a lot of my anxiety, that pain, that fear you feel when your kids are just out doing, living their life like it's golden. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. All right, good morning. Anthony, what's your question? So, me and my girlfriend been together for um, well, one year and then one month. Mm -hmm. So, recently we um, had an argument. Like, just like regular couples do, that have an argument from here and there. Mm -hmm. But this argument, this time, apparently her mom was in the car and she had a speaker on too. So, we was arguing, I mean, cussing each other out mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, her mother had called me. And her mother was um, mad at me, cussing me out, which I get 100% because that's her daughter. Right, you was talking um, crazy to her daughter. Yeah. So after after that, um, she called me. She was like, you know what, we just need to be done and stuff like that. And so that we've been doing for the past week and a half, we've been broken up. But 
at the same time, she um, takes so many corners and is like, she texts me, like, she told me to leave her alone and stop calling her, which I did. So, but she takes so many corners, like, she texts me, just like, just trying to start conversations. And then she texts me, like, I, don't, I really don't want us to be done. I don't want to break up. Okay. Um, she was like, and she said, I don't know what I want, but I don't want to let you go. What's your question, Anthony? Why she takes so many corners? And I don't know what to do in this situation. Okay, so she's telling you what she wants, right? She doesn't want to be done. She wants to get back together. What do you want? I, I love her. Like, she loves me, too, and I, I, I don't want to be done at all, too. So what would make you happy? Like, I apologize to her mom. I sent her, I sent her mom a long text, and I really don't want let her go I, I really love her like so what like, do you think you I guys just, need to do in order for your relationship to be better again talk it out because you know I do feel I, like a part of being in a, a great relationship is knowing how you guys are going to talk to each other and treat each other when you're not getting along and when you do get into an argument obviously people argue but how do you argue in a way that it is productive and when you guys aren't disrespecting each other you have to learn how to talk to each other even when you're not getting along right mm-hmm and, I do get that. Okay, so what I think you need to do is, A, y'all don't need to say, okay, we're back together again. You guys need to work towards something. And in working towards those things, you need to, A, figure out what it is that would make you happy. Ask her what would make her happy. What are the things that you guys need to do in order for y'all both to be comfortable with each other? What are the things that you need to work on? What are the things that you would like her to work on so that you can move together if you decide to in a positive way? Mm-hmm. And you guys have to work together on coming up with those things. There might be things that you're doing that bother her that you don't know about. And I'm sure there's things about her that bother you that you haven't expressed either. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you yourself know what are some things that you need to be doing to be better. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. Uh, just, um, just basically just like uh, talking, really. Are you like, willing to do work. those things? Yes, yes. Okay. But I don't know about her mom. Like, what about her mom? Don't even worry. It's not even about her mom right now. You guys got to worry about yourselves first, about each other. Uh, aside from her mom, whatever you guys decide, she's going to have to flow with that. But right now, it's about you guys. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so if that's what you want to do, I think that you have to make sure y'all communicate with each other, figure out what needs to be done differently. How can you improve yourself as an individual so you can be better in a relationship? Okay. All right, Anthony, I wish you the best. All right, thank you. Okay, because the holidays are here. You know, this is the time when, uh, the worst time to break up. Put in all that time, you don't get a present. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hey, Nina. Good morning. What's your question? Okay. I am thinking of moving further with pursuing a relationship with my kid's father in 2020. But I have a few reservations. Okay. We do have three kids together. Mm-hmm. And he has two outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I see the great potential in him, especially when I see him as a father. Okay. So, so you guys, were you ever together? Yes, we were. I actually met him when I was 15, mm-hmm. and um, he did some time in prison or whatnot, and when he got home, which was about five years ago, we pursued a relationship, but there was another woman whom he had a relationship with as well, which was a woman who was there for him mm-hmm. throughout his whole time in prison, and I was young, so I wasn't, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I never fought the relationship. And I don't know if that's just me being too accepting of what has happened or if that's just me being realistic and mature about it. But realistically, even though I've had my moments where the jealousy or whatnot has presented itself, um, I know why the relationship is so strong. Okay. And are you doing this because you see him with the kids and you see what a great daddy is and you want to have a family? Or are you doing this because you are in love with him? Um, Probably more so like both. Okay, so both. I mean, that's great if it's both of those things. And what's his response? Um, well, he wants us to live together. And it's, it's like, I, I would love to. I want to. But, like, I, I don't want to go through the past things that we've been through because our the kids that we do have and the other woman has, they're, like, in between each other and stuff like that. Right, so that happened in between. Okay, well, it feels like you're not 100% certain uh, what his behavior is going to be like and you're not all the way comfortable with that right and right. i feel like moving in together it's easy to move in it's hard to get somebody to move out right so we used to actually live together and when we lived together like you know it was when when our um twins were first born we lived together mm-hmm. and it was amazing but when he actually had, the other kid came to play it was like him being torn between home what's his relationship with that mom now they are uh, like active parents, of course, and I I think they are. Like, I think they have a good relationship. I think they're friends at least. You think that he still messes with her, or you don't know? I don't know. I I want to believe him when he says he doesn't, but I I'm not in the state of being too naive about that like I was before. Have you spoken? Do you speak to her? Do you guys communicate? You and a, a other mom? <laughs> um, I try to communicate with her on light basis. But when it comes to things about him, she doesn't really like to talk to me about it. Right, of course not. All right, well, I feel like this. Until in your heart you feel secure and comfortable in knowing that he means what he says and until he's given you and proven to you that he means what he says, you guys, I wouldn't advise moving in together until you feel more sure and you guys know where your relationship is going. Are you hoping to get married? Uh, that's definitely my hope and I know that that's something he wants to do but you know with being institutionalized and trying to get all of that time back sometimes I think he he gets lost in transitioning back to what he's supposed to be doing right well let's just see how he is very successful let me say that very smart very successful and very hard working okay well let's see how smart and successful and hard working he is when it comes to building your you guys relationship back together you know because obviously there's some trust issues there so take your time i think time always reveals the truth and if you feel comfortable and I think you need to have a relationship also the the woman's kids are going to be at your house you know what I mean I'm sure your kids at times will be around his kids at her who knows and so in order for this to work it means that you guys all have to have a very fluid relationship and you have to trust him and know that he can be how do you feel when he's around her when he's around her most times I feel comfortable okay well that's good so he's made you feel comfortable right All right. So, yeah, so I think, um, you know, if you guys are both comfortable with each other and you trust him and you believe him, then, you know, ideally, I would love for you all to be together and for you guys to raise your family together. And I'm sure he would, too. So if that's where you guys are at in your relationship and you're comfortable, then go for it. If you're not comfortable and you still have reservations, take your time. Okay, I'm going to take your time reservation part. Okay. All right. I mean, look, if he loves you, he's not going anywhere. Okay. All right. Happy holidays, too, by the way. Thank you. 
Same to you. Thank you so much. I love what you guys are doing on the radio. You stand up, Detroit. I love you. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the D. All right. In every way. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and, you know, today is a big day for Takashi 69 I know we've been talking about Donald Trump and his impeachment. We're also talking about Takashi 69 because today's the day we'll find out if he is going to jail and staying there or if he's going to come home with time served. Well, in the midst of all that, there is a new podcast series coming out dedicated to Takashi, and we'll tell you all about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes, hot girl holiday. What's up? It's The Breakfast Club. I'm Angela Yee, and we are getting ready for the holidays. But right now, it's Rumor Report, and we will be discussing one of my favorite shows, 90 Day Fiance. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Okay, so y'all know I love 90 Day Fiancé. And 90 Day Fiancé, before the 90 days, is coming back for the fourth season in February. And for the first time ever, they are going to have their first same-sex couple. Check it out. I'm in love with somebody from across the world, and that somebody is a girl. <laughs> so that is a 29-year-old Stephanie from Yonkers. And she's a social media influencer. She began an online relationship with Erica, who's a photographer from Australia. And the family doesn't know that she's a lesbian. And they're obviously about to find out when they see 90 Day Fiance during the course of this. So what's the word to use when, uh, you know, it's a woman to whom someone is engaged to be married? Fiance. So why does the, dic the dictionary say a man to whom someone is engaged to be married? Hmm. Huh? Yeah. It's oh, the it's accent, accent on the E? So what yeah, is it? So fiance and what? I don't know. I just say fiance it's just all the fiance. time. Yeah, it's just fiance. I don't know, That's man. We don't listen to that bum ass dictionary anyway. It's fiance, man. I, yeah. I know you don't listen to the dictionary. Neither do me. <laughs> you don't neither either. do me. I think exactly. neither do I. <laughs> neither do no, me. Neither do me. I know what I was saying. Neither do me. <laughs> neither do me. Oh, all right. Now, Takashi69, there's going to be an eight part documentary podcast series dedicated to him. It's called Infamous, the Takashi69 story. And that's a new partnership between Spotify and Complex. And guess who is narrating the series? Mm. Our girl Angie Martinez. Okay. Okay. Shout out so, to Angie Mo. There's a press release. Takashi has a polarizing personality, and the story has taken us on a roller coaster ride like nothing we've ever seen in hip hop. She said, So when Complex reached out with this project, I was excited about the opportunity to help tell this story. See? Hey, y'all ain't waste no time getting Angie Martinez back to work, huh? She's supposed mm -hmm. to be back January 7th, and y'all already got her doing documentaries and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Well, that, those already. weekly episodes will start January 28th exclusively on Spotify. There you go. So, you know, could be an interview coming too, right? And we're going to find out today if he's still going to be in jail and will remain there and what his sentence will be or if it will be time served. I don't I don't think he gets time served. I think he gets a, I think he gets a three to five with time served. So and, he'll do like another year or two. And whether or not he is coming home. We'll see. All right. Now, getting ready for a Super Bowl week in Miami. Did y'all get your rooms yet? For what? Super Bowl. No. You know you got to get them ahead of time. If my Dallas Cowboys ain't going. ain't going, I'm not going. But what if they do make it, and then you won't they, have a room? I'm going, to, I'm going to the game. Yeah, I, listen, I hope we don't make it. I hope we hit rock no, bottom. And I do. I'm serious. I hope all we don't make it. All this time you've been saying, y'all going to make it, we going to make it, we going to make it. Now, all of a sudden. I want Jason Garrett to be fired. So, being that the only way he's going to get fired is if they don't make the playoffs. I want them to hit rock bottom. 
Well, anyway, there's going to be a lot of artists in town during Super Bowl week in Miami. So far, they've already confirmed that there's going to be performances by Migos, Chris Brown, the baby. Now, I don't mean at the actual Super Bowl. I'm just talking about music festivals and performances taking place. Meg The Stallion will be out there, DeVito, Gunna, Shansia, and they're announcing all kinds of performers. And Darius Rucker will be also headlining some Super Bowl pregame parties. South Carolina's own Darius Rucker dropping the clues bombs for Hootie and the Blowfish, baby. <laughs> As well, you all know by now, Shakira and Jayla will be headlining the halftime show, too. So... There you have it. All right, Orlando Jones. He spoke with TMZ Live. Hootie. That's right. J-Lo. J-Lo. Drum. Stand down. What was that? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, he couldn't help it. That freaking Interpol. He Puerto Rican. He couldn't help happened? it. He heard J-Lo, he heard J-Lo, and, J-Lo, he J-Lo, J-Lo and just lost it. What just happened Jesus over there? Christ. He said, I got excited. Rep, rep for your, your culture. We need you Dramos. to relax, Jamos. Okay? Just stick to the script. All right. All right. Orlando Jones was on TMZ Live, and he's talking about American gods and what happened with workplace injustice over there and unfair firings and that production company, which is the same production company that Gabrielle Union was addressing with America's Got Talent. Now, he was on TMZ Live, and he was talking about reasons why he was thinking he might have been fired. Well, I think the the main part of it has a lot to do with asking me to go against uh, my guild, which was the Writers Guild. They invited me into the writing process when that work wasn't being done, but then didn't want to pay me. And I think a lot of this is retaliation for that. At least that's what I previously thought until the now season three showrunner spent a lot of his off season running around telling people that Mr. Nancy's angry gets stuff done uh, was the wrong message for black America. And then that just confused me. All right. In addition to that, he also talked about Gabrielle Union and the risk that she ended up having to take. She risked her job to fight against misogyny and racism. Well, for Gabrielle and I think myself, what we find ourselves in was Gabrielle showed up to judge contestants. She didn't show up to point out to people that things like kabuki makeup on Asian Americans was racist. She didn't show up to find herself being the champion for other people who didn't have the power to speak up. I found myself in the same situation with the same studio, and she found herself in the exact same situation where her doing the hard work that she was contracted to do and then doing the work of others that she wasn't contracted to do suddenly made her difficult and the bad guy. All right, so we'll be following the story and letting you know what's going on with this whole production company and uh, everything that's happening there. Fremantle Media. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And I do want to give a congratulations to my makeup artist, Sandra Dean. She's here with me every day. Uh, she works with Revolt. Her son is actually graduating from Penn State on Saturday. So nice. congratulations, DJ, who is graduating from Penn State. Well-deserved, working hard, great young man. So Congratulations, congratulations. to the mama that had to pay for all that. Yeah. Make sure that boy was straight. Congratulations to you, Sandra Let me tell you something. I was like, you spoil him. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> he does the right thing. My you're parents ain't do that, that for man. me. <laughs> well, you never been to Disney World. You never seen Lion King. Has DJ been to Disney World? Okay. Well, mm. has he seen a Lion King? Okay. All right. Well, well one for two. All right, when we come back to People's hey Choice guys, Mix, get, one your, more hour. get your request in. One more hour until January 7, 2020, and I can officially put you niggas on Do Not Disturb. That ain't true. We got a lot to do after the show. I got one more hour with y'all. 800-585-1051. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, when they removed the Honorable Minister Farrah Khan off of social media, what were the effects? Let's not say removed. They banned him. Banned him. Yeah, removed sound him. too sexy. Well, of course, we all we, we knew that at some point... It was going to come. Happen. Come on now. We knew that. Mm-hmm. 
because we we you know social media the value of of technology is that technology eliminates space and time but not only that social media eliminates the middleman we had to always filter our information if you wanted to get to a broad audience through the traditional six networks that were available social media allows you to bypass all of that so what was happening the minister was getting direct access to the minds of the people where they could weigh them for themselves in the privacy of their home or in their car and 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 it was changing the way people perceived him so we knew that at a certain point that they were going to make that attack but there's an old saying that that you know big mama used to say mm. you know big mama got a gospel gospel big mama some of the stuff big mama said just as true as matthew mark and luke and john birds of a feather that's Big Mama. Yeah. Family that prays together. Yeah. Stay, Stay yeah, you lie down with dogs, yeah. you're going to get up get with fleas. fleas. That, yeah. that's, that's, that's Big Mama knew what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. But she said, look, baby, look, it, 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 if anybody makes you, they can break you. Media did not make Farrakhan, so they can't break Farrakhan. We all, we, he has soldiers. And whenever they turned him off of social media, we as his soldiers turned it up to make sure that while we were there, that he was there. And whenever we are in the streets, that we're, we're a little more aggressive at getting the way and the word of this man out to our people. So, I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a little blow. But, uh, you know, the greatest attribute of a soldier is adaptability. We make the adjustment and we keep it moving. We will be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, if God be for you, who can be again? No weapon formed against the righteous shall prosper. So we continue uh, to push. What do you think about politics right now and everything that's going on with politics. Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and everything that's going on in the Democratic Party. What are your thoughts? Politics and it's rough, you know, whether it's the Democrats or the Republican is, <laughs> I mean, it's just challenge, you know, right. to get involved, really, I mean, because everything seems like it's the same flavor with a different label on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, we, we have, I think that as a people, we have invested too much uh, into politics and not enough into spiritual reform and economic uh, reform of our people. We made a big mistake, I believe, in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s fighting for civil rights when we should have been fighting for silver rights. Yeah. We should have been doing more independent economic affairs instead of wasting so much time trying to get them to accept us. We had, at the time, before integration, we had black hotels, black cab companies, black bus companies, black restaurants. And as soon as white people say y'all can come and eat with us and sleep with us and, 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 and ride in our cars, all of ours went out of business. Integration meant disintegration because we misappropriated into civil rights instead of civil rights. Today, we're doing the same with politics. We are putting too much of our vested interest into electing a benevolent white person into office or a Negro that's going to be the manager of white people's affairs to become the highest uh, position in the land. We need to invest more time in the spiritual development and economic development as a people. So I'm not, I'm not really uh, uh, personally excited about it mm-hmm. based off the scriptural lens that you lo- use. I've never read in the Bible or Holy Quran where a politician ever freed a people. In fact, every time I read the scripture, the politicians were always in cahoots with the rulers and the kings that were the enemies of the messengers and the prophets. Give me your Twitters and Instagrams yeah, and all man, that stuff so they can follow you. Give me, a, give me all the Man, uh, uh, on 
um, Brother Nuri is my Twitter. Um, Nuri Muhammad is everything else on Facebook as well as on Instagram. And, uh, you know, come visit us. No, bring, I'm, I'm happy that you came because I just, I always like to, you know, uh, empower you as well as, as Brother Wesley Muhammad because, you know, they always talk about, oh, there's only Farrakhan in the NOI. Like, nah, there's some soldiers out there that, that, that have the potential to be just as powerful. Well, the, the minister always tells us that. Of course, we say no, sir. But our assignment really is not to be the teacher. We are the bearers of witness. So I always tell people, you know, I'm not trying to teach to get you to become my student. I'm bearing witness so that you can pull your desk up next to my desk where we both can be in the same class learning from this master teacher that God has gifted us with, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I would hope that... Uh, if you liked anything I had to say, if you like me and love what I like what I had to say, you're gonna love what my teacher has to say. And I would hope that our time together would inspire people uh, more so to want to listen to him than listen to me. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. And Charlamagne, you see Brother Nori's here. His hair real, my brother. You see, you see, brother. Yours Nori's not hair. real. Do not my, compare your hair to brother saying, Nori's hair. Brother Nori's, brother Nori's hair. hair is real. I'm just telling you, my he's hair lived, is real too. He's lived a stress-free life. You had bacon this morning. <laughs> I he didn't have no pork bacon this morning in decades. All right. I was just saying, just one second. Stop it, brother Nori Muhammad. Thank you for joining us. Thank brother. you, sir. All right. Well, shout to brother Nori Muhammad for joining us when Salute. we come back. Positive note. Yeah. Salute to the good brother Nori Muhammad, man. You know, uh, the NOI is family to me, brother Minister Farrakhan. He's been on the Breakfast Club like twice. Uh, we've had Brother Tony Muhammad on, Brother Wesley Muhammad, and the good Brother Nori Muhammad, man. It, it, it's, it was his time. So salute to Brother Nori. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, you guys have a great holiday. We will see you guys in the new year. <laughs> Don't you love it? And listen, shout out to everybody in Detroit because I'll be out there for New Year's also. So if you want to come party, it's like my birthday right after that. So everybody in the D, come and party with us. Yeah, I'll be on, I'll be on the beautiful island of Angola for New Year's Eve, man. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I have never wanted to get away from you, Negro, so bad in my life. Okay? I am tired. Uh, it's been a great year. Um, thank you. Thank you for all the listeners that, that listen to us every day on, on the radio wh in whatever city you're in. Thank you to everybody that listens to us on the iHeartRadio app. Thank you to everybody that watches our videos on YouTube. It has been a very successful year for The Breakfast Club. And um, we just really appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely. But it's time, it's time to disconnect. Our mental health depends on it. Yeah, well, I disconnect here, and then I become Santa. So... Uh, I'm excited about what's happening. I have happening. no problem being Santa. That's the best part. Yeah, absolutely. That, like, all jokes aside, when you've worked all year long and busted your ass, when you wake up on Christmas morning and you see your family enjoying the fruits of your labor, that's the that's a great feeling. Why them damn stickers so hard to put on them damn dream houses and toys, man? Oh, I Why don't them even, damn stickers I, so difficult to put on? I don't even do those. My wife Isn't it fun that. for the kids to do it? My wife does that. No, for the for when Santa brings the toys, they got oh. the stickers and all already. My wife got mad at me because stickers I, I was, on the toys. Yeah. My wife got mad because I was at home, and uh, UPS man delivered a gift that clearly was for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to act like I didn't see it, but I was the only person home. Yeah. How you gonna be mad at me for answering the door and letting the gift in, but then get mad because I looked at the box? Mm. What do you do in that situation? I just kept playing dumb, and and you know what's so funny. She was like, you know I know when you're lying, right? And so I started having that panic attack, like, 
ain't, I ain't even cheating. I ain't doing nothing. This is, this is simple. I just looked at the box I wasn't supposed to look at. Well, well, before I was looking at boxes I wasn't supposed to look at, too. See? But this is a different kind of box. You know what? I felt no problem. I'm not playing with, with you, man. No pressure leave, at all. Leave us on a positive note. <laughs> yes, man. The positive note is for everybody out there that's going through some type of anxiety during the holidays, man. Are you just thinking about, you know... You, maybe you didn't hit your goals this year and you're thinking about next year. I just want to tell you that you're not going to master the rest of your life in one day. Just relax. Master the day and just keep doing that every day. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?